0: Hi there, and welcome to Isometric, a gaming podcast from a different perspective. I'm Steve Lubitz, and I am here, as always, with a head of development at Giant Space Cat and Recura Furniture, Brianna Wu. How you doing, Bri?
1: Ah! (laughs) I'm awesome. (laughs) 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 Yay. I just, you know, I never know what to do every week, so no, I'm like, people are going to want me to smash furniture. People, you gotta give the people what they want, and I don't know if I need to, like, amp it up by like having a rocket launcher that i fire out into the street or what but we've got a i don't know i get to have nonsense innovation
0: i was just imagining if and when we ever do a live show that we're gonna have to have like a tarp like at gallagher Mm -hmm. shows when he like smashes the smashes the uh the watermelon we're gonna have to have a tarp for like all the pieces of the desk that you're gonna destroy in the middle of the show
2: i was thinking we should do like a live show for like the holidays i'll come down like and and we'll do Wait, like, a, like show a live, like a like...
3: christmas show like a like a holiday no, show a
2: holiday show not like yeah yeah just yeah stick one religion but yeah yeah let's do yeah, that yeah 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 it, let's it'll do be... one for the holidays or for like the new year or something and let's yeah. do one
0: it'll be like every other holiday show where i'll get one i'll get one five minute segment to acknowledge that judaism exists and then we'll and then everything else will be christmas
3: <laughs> well no okay. it's gonna be about games <laughs> <laughs> look no one cares about religion here steve we care about video games yeah. so let's yeah. try
2: to stick to that yeah. Shall okay. we? yeah we could do we could do like you know horrible holiday games or something i don't know we'll do the special for when we we pick all of our games let's do it live i'll go down we'll have to do it at someone's
3: house yeah not not like <laughs> now where we're doing the show live well, it'll yeah. be super <laughs> live i mean like everyone together live Okay. And also we're gonna do like a Dickensian accent, apparently. You're gonna be Tiny Tim when you
2: get it. I'll,
1: I'll be tiny Tim. Um and okay, we'll like fight for the mic. Little,
3: but alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: I, I need you guys to respect my festivist belief system. <laughs> oh, and
0: <laughs> Oh god, I don't want to do the feats of strength with the three of you. No, no. I, no. I really
1: do have an aluminum pole that <laughs> I'm I put sure out for do. Christmas. I do you do. really? I do. When Frank and I were dating, he got me a Festivus pole. And we bring it up every Christmas. What do you do for the Festivus pole? Because I thought when you said you have an aluminum pole, I, w- pole, I was
2: thinking of a different type of aluminum pole.
0: Uh, we're doing, we're just picking up right where we left off last week, right.
1: aren't we, Georgia? Yeah, thanks a lot, Georgia. No, <laughs> come on, we're not going to let you get this show canceled with your ceaseless sexual imagery, okay? Okay. I don't know. Just keep... Get, come on. This is about journalistic ethics. Uh. Come on,
0: Georgia. Keep it clean. Uh, should I right. even bother introducing the rest of you? Or yeah, we, just, we have oh, to introduce us. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> who, who are we? I
3: forgot. This is the first week that I've forgotten. Normally, I make you introduce me, but I didn't even remember. Go for it, though.
0: <laughs> so we also have assistant games editor of Pace Magazine, Maddie Myers. How are you doing, Maddie? Or, or we already Hello. know, because you've been talking this for like last six minutes. This is the, last, the like, first time minutes. I've
3: spoken tonight. <laughs> today, even. I haven't spoken all week, and I'm glad to finally break the silence and join you tonight on Isometric. <laughs> or today. Or this morning whenever you happen to be listening i'm maddie myers and i'm here
0: that, that was a pretty that was a pretty good attempt at enthusiasm i'm pretty proud no, of you. It come on maddie smash something
1: smash something uh just throw a book on the floor you'll feel so much better do it okay okay that was the noise oh
2: did you hear yeah! that, that
3: cool. go maddie
1: <laughs> This is a Maddie
3: Myers I can finally get on board with. Thank that you. That was definitely an Xbox controller, and it might be broken now, so...
0: Well, you know, Xbox <laughs> sucks anyway, so who cares? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's going to be it was one the of one, those It of was the one that I use with my
3: computer. I have too many anyway. It's fine. I'm totally rich, you guys. Did you know that a listener... I just want to quickly say, a listener gave me money to buy a pro controller. I think I need to stop complaining about money on this show. It was very, very <laughs> kind. That person knows wow. who they are, but I... I just want to say I'm doing fine. (laughs) You guys don't need to worry about me. Okay, continue on.
0: All right. Well, we also have senior editor from iWare.com and host of the Vector podcast and tweeter of inappropriate things, Georgia Dow. How are you doing, Georgia? (laughs) I'm I'm good.
1: That's I did.
2: Criminal. It was funny. I did um, the up up down down podcast, and they like I was, like they they sent Alan sent out like like a list of like nineteen organized things
0: that. Yeah, I like, listened to that. That was intense. I'm
2: like, that is like the opposite of our show.
0: <laughs> that was real. That was like an academic uh, discussion that you guys were having about shadow. Of well, Order. I, was, I was. I don't impressed. know how
2: academic I was about it, but yeah, yeah, it was like, you know, if our show is too wild for you. Come on, Our show's never too wild.
3: <laughs> Not wild enough. Not wild. Go ahead, Bree, break something. <laughs> We're running out of stuff to break, right? I mean, I, I don't know. She might not have anything left
1: in the house. Frank is very upset with how I treat his books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all Frank stuff. That makes a lot yeah. more sense now.
1: Well, it's, uh, yeah. We don't want to get into marriage drama here on the show. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good idea.
0: All uh, right. Georgia,
1: I would just appreciate if you kept your freaky uh, freaky <laughs> personal stuff out of out of the ice podcast today. Uh, you know, no pictures of video game characters crotches. I just, I just don't, don't need that. You know,
0: I just want to point out we got to We got a review tonight. For, on, oh, no. on iTunes. That, oh, no. And the title of it was Came for the Gamergate Discussion, Stayed for the King of All the Cosmoses Package.
3: Oh. Wow, <laughs> that is
1: perfect.
0: We have a little bit of follow-ups before we get into the show proper. So, uh, Bree, you wanted me to make sure to... Is it Bram McMuffin who... Um, I wish I knew his real name.
3: I
1: know his Twitter <laughs> handle. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's his a name. given
3: name is Brand McMuffin. <laughs> yes. And I'll thank you not to make fun of it. So, Second name Mick... Second name?
2: <laughs> yeah, and then his last name is Muffin. Okay,
1: I have a Wikipedia page now and I wanted someone to go out there and make a Revolution 60 page since, you know, we we've been reviewed by enough major game outlets to meet the Wikipedia criteria. Uh, One isometric listener did at first, uh, but then, you know, Bran McMuffin (laughs) went through and really, really, really just made a first class uh, page for Revolution 60, like backed up with quotes uh, stuff I didn't even remember saying about the game made it in there. Uh, it's all true, so I just wanted to thank you for doing such a, a first-class job documenting this on you know what is essentially history. So thank you very much.
0: And we, awesome. I also want to make sure to say thank you to David North for the fan art that he did for of us this week, which was awesome. <gasps> yeah, oh, did, was so did we? Good. I haven't I'm, seen this. That, oh. that guy is oh a talented God. artist. Oh, oh really, Brie, I have to find so it. Cool. I, I emailed it to you, but Wait. that that doesn't really. Do I you when I, get. I
1: get so many. Emails I know. At this I'm, point. I'm going to
0: find it. And, and so Georgia yeah, will go so dig good. it up while while, oh, while I'm talking. But it's basically the three of us being obnoxious Americans while Georgia's standing uh, standing next to us in a flannel a flannel shirt with an axe. Yeah, she's a. a
3: she's a Canadian lumberjack. It's adorable.
0: Yeah, it's so and funny. and you're shooting guns in the air, and Maddie's uh, playing banjo with a bemused look on her face, and I'm being carried in a chair by hand turkeys.
3: I look so pissed off to be playing that banjo, <laughs> Do and it I is love hilarious. It. It's hilarious. I mean, in and fairness, I'd be pretty
0: pissed off if I had to play a banjo too.
3: I look so angry, but I'm dancing so enthusiastically, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how Mr. North managed to capture me so well. But I commend him.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll find that for you, Brie. It'll it give is, you a smile. I, I, it was, I sent it, was awesome. it. I sent
3: it. It's amazing. Yeah. He, Here, I'll, I, I'll tweet it out
2: again as well, so you can just take a look on...
0: Uh... Oh, no. George is tweeting things again.
3: Oh, wow.
2: Oh, God, <laughs> no, no, this is not going to get no. me in trouble. No, I hope <laughs> no, you no. can It'll be Benjamin completely inappropriate. on
1: Twitter right now. Oh, my God. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's... It's safe. Don't worry. I just hope Dan Benjamin doesn't realize Georgia's on our podcast. So it's <laughs>
3: over.
2: You know, it was so funny
1: because um, someone says, you know, oh, it was
2: so great. Right away when I heard Georgia's laugh on Isometric, I was so excited that she was a guest. And I was like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> king of Cats is like, I was like you, I'm like, you've followed me on iMore forever. <laughs> you don't know that I'm, on. I'm actually on the show. He didn't even reply.
3: He didn't even were you mad? I wouldn't have replied either. I would have been mad. I would have been like, how no, dare he, you? He didn't reply after. I was like, no, I'm actually, I'm a host. I'm there every week. You might not have recognized, you might've thought I was Maddie. I don't know. <laughs> People often do. He listened to like the first 20 podcasts and he was like, I don't know who that is. And then you finally laughed. No, just kidding. You've laughed on every show. <laughs> There's no excuse.
2: I don't know if I laughed on the first ones. Did I? I don't
3: have no clue. The first oh, one's yeah. so serious. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no laughter. The first episode is like us trying to take the show seriously. You should you really kidding? go back. It'll be really funny, but not for the right reasons. Oh, God. Uh,
0: that didn't last long. Uh, I, remember, I still remember that conversation. Where he's like, you have to cut out like all the first half hour because we sound like NPR and it needs to stop.
3: <laughs> well, we didn't know each other yet.
0: So um, one question that we got this week from ben wyatt is he says quick question for you guys i don't really have experience with jrpgs but hearing you guys talk about it so much has me curious about pokemon assuming i have access to every platform it has been on which would which one would be the best one for me to try first i
1: i, I can say the one in 3ds is the first i i bought every pokemon that's come out and it's been like i'll uh, play it for 10 minutes and screw it you know uh but the last one that came out i really really got into so i i liked it but steve and you know maddie have stronger
0: feelings i don't know maddie do you have opinions on pokemon or no
3: um honestly the problem with pokemon is that you can only really play and enjoy one like i remember playing through the first one all the way through and just loving it and then after that every other pokemon game i was like all right this is still pokemon and that's fun, but it wasn't the same because it's still Pokemon. And I mean, I like the latest one, and I've heard from people who didn't play previous Pokemon games, not just you, Bri, just people in general, that it's a good place to hop on and that the the latest one has a lot of uh, building up to explaining how Pokemon work uh, so that you don't feel like you have to start at the beginning. But I mean, I honestly just I, I would say don't expect this to be something like Final Fantasy where every single game is very very different it's not that at all they're all really similar and they're unashamed to be
0: so i will say that i started getting like pokemon fatigue the last few generations and xy did did bring me back and that was one of the ones that i've really got into again and i i mean the thing of it is that there's a lot of micromanagement in pokemon games
3: Mm -hmm. you have to be into that
0: yeah well xy eliminates a lot of that by introducing the experience share item really quickly because the problem with pokemon games is that you end up having to like get the the guy who you want to be, or girl, I guess, or Pokemon, yeah. whatever, that, that you want to be leveling up like in the front of your party and then swap them out, and then the experience share kind of takes that away and just lets you focus on getting through the game.
3: I don't know that that part is going to matter so much to somebody who doesn't know what the difference right. is and also wouldn't necessarily care about the fact that they might have to switch their Pokemon around to level them equally. I mean, that's that's not that hard to do. Yeah. I feel like the problem with Pokemon games for me is that as an adult... I just can't get into them the way that I did when I was a kid. And I i don't know. I mean, you guys are all older than I am. But for me, I was playing those games in middle school and that was like the right age. And honestly, even younger than that, I probably would have enjoyed them even more. So it's not that adults can't enjoy Pokemon, but there's so much time that's required. And as a kid, I had... Time, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I could just sit there and run through the tall grasses forever, and that was great. But as an adult, I'm like, all right, all right, get me, get me to the good Pokemon. Come on, I want more good Pokemon. And it's like that's not really what the game is. You're, you're supposed to kind of enjoy the experience of exploring. So, and and it can feel kind of more like grinding when you're an adult. Even though I don't, I don't think I actually felt that way about it when I was a kid. You know, so I, I, I guess. I guess X, Y, because like, I know other adults that hopped on there and enjoyed it, but I, uh, part of me is like, you gotta be a kid. I don't know. It's a sad answer.
0: The thing <laughs> is that I, I like doing it like while I'm watching television and I can just kind of grind through it and, and yeah,
3: but then you don't have the magical experience of being a child and imagining that you're a Pokemon trainer and that you're running out into the world with your monsters. And I'm the only person who had that experience <laughs> on the show. I know but that's okay.
1: I don't mind. Uh... <laughs> No, I have that experience now when I'm playing it. Yeah, okay. It. So, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I have that experience because I have like a a whole like zoo full of stuffed Pokemon like littered around my house. So. You have literal that's Pokemon. awesome. I have I do have a Bulbasaur that's life size in my house. So and a Charmander too, Charmander pillow that's life size as well. Oh, huh. so oh, that yeah. sounds great. Yeah. Can
2: it, I can I can I mention something that I'm going to be getting that I I'm just so excited about? Um, what would be the one nostalgia piece? From Nintendo, that you would want to get just to sit somewhere?
1: Player Choice 10 in my house. (laughs) The
2: 1990 Nintendo
0: World Championships cartridge.
2: Nope, nope, it's not that. It's not that. I have been dying for this forever.
0: Uh, Rob the Robot? Yes! (gasps) Oh my god, you're getting Rob the Robot?
2: Rob Rob, the Robot! Oh my god! So excited. Like, I am beyond excited. Is it functional? it's supposed to be functional. Wow. It's on eBay, so who knows? Is but it super I am getting, expensive? It, it, was, it was not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it that way. He but he's going to not... be your real robot and he'll be know, your friend. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've wanted him forever. I've always loved him. I never actually had one ever. Really? Ever. And so I'm because I had own.
1: one in 1985. Did and you? even as a child I'm I like didn't... this isn't very good. <laughs> so like oh, Brianna so Ruiner of Dreams.
2: No, don't destroy my dreams, Bray. You're <laughs> not sorry. destroying my dreams. I'm sorry. Did I say dreams? it's not
1: very good? I said very good. It's it's <laughs> That's better it messed it up. Oh, yeah. I can't. I'm so excited. I mean, I'm so excited. Gyromite is pretty good, but it's better if you play without the robot. I I, think. I just <laughs> want the stupid robot. I want yeah.
2: him. I don't want to play the game. I want Rob. I just want him to be my friend. I'm carry him around and and hug him and squeeze him and cuddle him and call him rob i'm just so excited
1: <laughs> but he won't do anything if there's no controls off the tv like flashing at him and does that even work like I, with the flat I don't screen care. TV? i'm gonna make
2: his lights i'm gonna i'm gonna actually stick leds in him and make him just look oh, cool he's just fancy. gonna be rob and i'm gonna dress him up in wigs and stuff that's it, it. That's if all you're I paying
0: do. good money for rob the robot on ebay i'm pretty sure you're not concerned about his his, his utility for being able to play gyromite
1: well, I'm just saying, like, uh, light like gun games, and I, I could be completely wrong here, but light like gun games, when you play them, uh, like ones before flat screen TVs were a thing, and you're playing them on CRTs, you know, it's it, it 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 doesn't work as well. So I'm wondering if Rob will work on a flat screen TV. I could be completely wrong. I don't know.
2: I don't know, but I'm I'm decking out Rob if if he actually shows
1: up. Oh. All- at the very least, it's fun to put the the gyros in the spinner and then to pick them up and put them on the floor. That's a lot of fun. So, I, I'm
2: just, I just, I'm just gonna cuddle him. I'm not even. He doesn't have to do any work. Oh I would just love and care for my. You may need a real life friend, Georgia.
1: <laughs> like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll be your real life friend Thank you. to saying that. Okay. So are you going to set
0: up like motion detectors around him just to, to keep your kids away from him and not like just turn him into into a thousand oh, pieces? Oh, he's
2: going up onto my little like gaming area. I've got my <laughs> retro gaming area and, and he's going to be he's going to have his own little box in my retro gaming area. So he's going to be set up. I'm I'm all excited. Rob, I love you. Wow. One
0: one more quick thing I just want to say about Pokemon before we move on. There's an app called Oak in the iOS app store. If you're going to start playing Pokemon, get that. It's a Pokedex. It's awesome. Just go get it and pay the money for the in-app purchase. So it'll help a lot when you're starting to get started.
1: I remember being very disappointed with that when I played it, when I bought it. So don't get it. Or do get it. Don't. You. who knows <laughs> I, I i'm starting
0: to wonder brie if you're just saying things just to just to disagree no with no me no this I, it's, I i'm not <laughs>
1: it because i don't know diddly about pokemon like i know there's fire type or whatever type or you know <laughs> cosmic type or whatever cosmic <laughs> type. like i'm just making it that wow
3: up. that's a new one
1: that's a, a really rare Pokemon. Pokemon. And you were like, buy Oak, buy Oak, buy Oak, buy Oak. And, you know, it's like peer pressure. So I'm like, okay, just leave me alone. Because I'm you do everything
0: it. I tell you to do. Right, right.
1: <laughs> and I bought it. And I remember being just really frustrated with having to, like, buy different in-app purchases for different regions. No, and... there's
0: just one in-app purchase for all the rest of the – so it comes with the first 150 Pokemon okay. for free. And then you, buy, it's, there's one in-app purchase to buy all the rest of them. Huh. and then when when you load up a Pokemon in the app it'll tell you like which attacks it's weak against and which attacks it's strong against which is really all you need to know
1: I may have bought something I thought was oak that had something to <laughs> do with Pokemon and it wasn't so I don't know
0: I don't know oak's really good if you're starting off with Pokemon it's 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 handy to have around because it's impossible to remember like the chart of how all the attacks go together and which which Pokemon or what I can't even remember all of it so it's it's a good reference to have all right. Should we actually talk about video games?
3: Not like before when we were talking about Pokemon.
0: I don't know. What were we doing? I think we were talking about Pokemon, which is, you know.
1: We're talking about Georgia's, Georgia's need for Pokemon is not a real thing. game. Yeah. It is just oh I like love. No. It's like yeah. Gone
0: Home. It's not a real game. No, yeah, that, that game is
1: legit. <laughs> that game is legit. And I started reading about like people that play that game competitively. Pokemon? Oh, my yeah. God. Those people need help. Like that is crazy. <laughs> the stuff you do to like competitively. Yeah. Like pl- pl- like play that for real? I mean, wow.
3: My favorite thing is when Bree says on the show that she doesn't believe a game can be played competitively and then I tell her that it can and then like a few shows later she's like, "So I looked into this game that people are playing competitively." <laughs> well,
1: and
0: it's I don't wild. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and then goes back and plays Peggle.
3: That people, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Peggle <laughs> is the case in point of this. You can play anything competitively. Can I tell you guys a true truth? I play Gone though, Home Pebble? very competitively. I, I, you I, just I,
0: run I, through that funny. house like a like like hell on wheels.
3: Have you never seen the joke Gone Home speedruns? They're pretty funny. Anyway, you <laughs> no, can't do that.
1: I I made a friend. On, uh, I made a friend on the Peggle Two development team. and I'm like, hey, can I uh, can I ask you some insider questions about Peggle Two? Yeah, I got so <laughs> into detail, and she's like. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> she was no back in on the way. No. Like, I have to go. I'm I gotta getting go. a call. I gotta go. Yeah, like, no, I don't understand this multiplier. And, oh, I found this bug in dual mode where this, this score isn't calculated properly. She's like, I gotta go.
0: <laughs>
1: Never change.
0: Uh, yeah. You're perfect. Peggle three is canceled.
3: What? No. <laughs> Brie would pick up development on that.
0: I'm sure she would. I would. I would. That's like the one job
1: someone could give me that would lure me away from Giant Space Cat.
3: <laughs> oh no, don't <laughs> let them hear you. They're gonna pick you right up.
1: No, no, no. I would I would make a really good Peggle game.
3: You could you could buy that IP if it ever became less oh, popular. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, Brianna's got enough money to buy. Yeah,
3: yeah, EAs. yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah, you could do the Peggle to uh Space Channel 5 crossover you've been oh dreaming my about.
3: God. You could do a bad Peggle clone. What would you call it? I've I've
0: thought about that a lot,
1: actually. (laughs) I've thought about that. Because the central problem with Peggle, I I feel, is I feel like the Peggle (laughs) Masters are generally not interesting. Like, they're not appealing characters. They don't have good background stories. They, they don't. And Bjorn Unicorn is a good design. But then you look at the bad Pebble Masters, like, um, you know, like, say, Jimmy Lightning, who's just a terrible design. Oh, my God. I'm sorry if the person who designed Jimmy Lightning is listening to us, but it's a terrible design. And I really feel like it, with a good fighting game, like, every character in Street Fighter 4 can be used in some way. But the unfortunate thing with Peggle is if you play it at a high level, Lunad will just never compete with Norman. And, you know, it's, it's just very unbalanced. So I think they could do a lot to basically balance the Peggle Masters for high level players.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. No one else cares about any of this but me. So.
3: <laughs> it's actually
1: just that I don't understand
3: it. So I don't have a comeback. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm just not on the same you just level go, You're as you. You're
1: wrong, Bree. You're yeah. wrong.
0: I just think they are dead wrong. And and then the the, the ball bounces against the pegs and it makes a lovely sound and it makes me happy.
1: No, no, (laughs) no. Like, I was talking to this person on the Peggle 2 team, and I'm like, so I've noticed with Wendy with her extra purple peg power, so it's not the mathematical efficient of, you know, being worth 50 blue pegs. Like, it's worth a lower coefficient. Do you know what that lower coefficient is? she's like,
3: what? <laughs> so, <laughs> so what you're saying is that your backup career is Peggle 2 champion.
1: Yes, OK, I've, I've actually I've been in touch with people at Peggle about how we would institute um, a, a contest to figure out who is the best Peggle player in the world, because I really I, think I, you I, are. I, I would think I'm probably extremely competitive Woo. at being one of the best comp- Peggle, Peggle players in the world. I have played about 10 hours a week since it came out, minimum. So it's like some people play Tetris all the time. I'm really good at Peggle at this point. Yeah, I bet. And it's a hard thing with Popcat to figure out, like, how can we determine who the best player in the world is? Because it's not like Tetris where there's an infinite mode. You know, so it's like, do you have a competition against people? Do you have like a a going through all the single player levels until someone fails? Like, how do you determine who the best Peggle player in the world
0: is? You need like the Peggle version of Fox Only No Items Final Destination. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, you do. And there's just no way to make that happen.
1: Well, you can have a dual mode. And like the, the cool thing about Peggle is if I played against Georgia right now, Georgia could win a game. But if we play a hundred games, I'm going to soundly defeat her, right? So yeah. it's it's mastery actually makes a difference in that game. It really does. Though yeah. anyone can win any game theoretically. So I don't right.
3: Know. Well, you could do a tournament with multiple entries. Like you could have multiple losers brackets and yeah. allow for basically multiple matches. But how many would you allow? Yeah, you do Five? double
0: double elimination. Mm, would that be enough though you do like the like the olympics you have like a pool and then you and then you have single elimination after that
1: see i don't think that's the best test i think i think a good peggle player can react to a multitude of situations and adjust their tactics so to me the truer test of if you're really really good at peggle is being able to play All the way through a single-player campaign without dying once, without failing any boards.
2: You see, though, to make this really competitive, we would have to have, like, you're playing, and then, like, people get to, like, shoot you with paintballs. And then whoever gets (laughs) to survive after all of the stress. Yeah. And then, like, we throw, like, all kinds of, like, chickens into the room at the same time. And so there's a whole bunch of, like, fury. And then so This is sort of like a triathlon
3: situation. Like, oh, you I avoid don't. paintballs, you avoid chickens, and you play Peggle.
0: This reminds me of this game show that was on Fox, like, ten years ago called The Chamber, where they threw people into this box and asked them trivia questions while they were, like, jacking up the temperature to like 120 degrees and like shocking them with electricity and that dropping great. bugs on top of them and stuff like that That
2: sounds amazing i yeah. want
0: wow. this it was but on you're... for like three episodes and then i think they canceled it probably because uh, they
3: probably because people <laughs> died well yeah.
0: no but they had to have like monitor their heart their heart rate and if their heart rate got above a certain point then they had to take them out and they lost or something like that it was, wow. it was bizarre Ooh, wow. that sounds good yeah. except that it,
3: it sounds like a game that Georgia would easily win is what it is. Yeah,
0: yeah, it really does.
3: It really <laughs> does. I'm not even kidding. She could win that. <laughs>
1: she, would. she would. No, this is this – is, I swear to God this is true. I have no idea what other marriages argue about. But there is, <laughs> there is nothing Frank and I fight about more than playing Peggle against each other and arguing the rules against each other like that is by far the thing that we argue the most play blind. I think no. that's pretty
3: normal I mean it's not yeah. Peggle but Zach and I argue about Street Fighter a lot so really yeah 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 Yeah. 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 well yeah. I mean we played fighting games before we started dating and we've always been relatively evenly matched at fighting games and I don't like losing and neither does yeah. he so yeah. for some reason we're still playing them and it's a problem <laughs> mm. that, that sounds very
1: <laughs> eerily familiar Maddie Mm-hmm. I'm better at, at shooters
3: though, so that's fine.
2: See, I'm better at puzzle games. Yeah. Yeah. My my husband's better at fighting games and the worst part is he'll play my favorite character and then beat me with it. It's always embarrassing. Oh, that's so mean. but I'm I usually win at the puzzle games. So
1: Yeah. I'll tell you, like Portal Two's co op mode is the most relationship destroying thing <laughs> that's ever been invented. You know, like I it's don't
3: like, agree. Like that was actually the game this is like this is like my romantic comedy moment on Isometric. This was, that was the game that Zach and I played together where I was like, I think I'm meant to be with this guy Aww. because we played it so much and so well that I was like, this is it. This is this is the guy. And yeah, that was how that worked out. It was kind of like Red Sonja. You needed a guy that could beat you at a game. Yeah. And also the robots can hug each other, which is like great. Aww. A great way to flirt with somebody that you're interested in hug their robot i guess but yeah so i i don't know that was like i that hug was cool. rob but if i ever get him. it's it's cooperative That's different, Georgia. but uh. which helps but also That's i mean creepy then yeah. we just played fighting games for the rest of the time so clearly we've <laughs> we've undone whatever goodwill was created by playing portal together so
2: so when you guys get into a fight is the the way of saying sorry you guys go like let's play portal together
3: It isn't, (laughs) but it should be. We haven't played it since it came out, so we should we should return to that. I should suggest that as a the healing balm for when we're fighting about Street Fighter matches. Wow, and you just
2: hug each other's robot,
3: Brie. How do the fights take place? Because I'm curious if there's anything in common with because with us, it's like if I do badly, then I'm like, oh, you're being cheap. Oh, you distracted me. Oh, you're
1: talking too much. Like that's what I do. And Uh, so when you've played, I mean, I've easily played. Three thousand hours of peggle. I mean, competitive peggle. And uh-huh. when you've played that much of a game, you understand all the flaws well, in you're the system. Just better
3: at it than he is. So I,
1: I am like about ten percent better than Frank at peggle. Maybe five to ten percent better. So it, it leads to a lot of stress because he's constantly like angry at that I'm a little better than him at uh-huh. it. Uh, but the way our fights start is we understand this game so much that we have an alternate set of rules that the game doesn't enforce because like it, it's getting into peckle minutia that no one's going to care about but me but we 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 have rules like green stealing and tunneling rules to get the green and you know like we have informal rules that we enforce because we've played so much we understand the flaws that you can exploit in the game So when those rules come into question and what the judgment call is of those rules, then (laughs) it gets it gets really, really, it, it gets bad, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It sounds
3: normal and healthy. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think you
0: should worry about it. You, you need, like, to have a referee slash, you know, marriage counselor on hand for when you're, you're <laughs> We, games. we wow. actually have.
1: We have a formal process for adjudicating Peggle <laughs> oh, disputes. <geez. laughs> it's called the Peggle Supreme Court, which means I post it on my Facebook and we we give arguments on both sides and then we listen and then whatever people rule on my facebook becomes the adjudication like the the ruling yeah. so basically you win after that yeah
3: do you win every
2: time
1: <laughs> no i don't
2: you really you don't? don't people on your facebook are going to vote against you
1: yeah oh this you, is people on your business. facebook suck I'm well <laughs> no it's like it's like here's the situation and it's possible that they just like like they're reading us all the peckle minutiae and they just don't care they're like yeah screw brie ever Let's yeah yeah that. yeah they, yeah. they, they just yeah. flip
3: a coin they're Heck like yeah. all right frank wins this time i guess <laughs> i like who the idea last of time you and frank writing out these extremely detailed arguments and your friends being like we have no idea what they're talking about who do you who do you think should win i guess brie i don't know we said frank last time who cooked for us <laughs> last time okay oh
1: I, I we gotta get to the show. I have one more thing to say. So this is the most awkward professional situation I, I ever had. That Frank and I are trying to adjudicate a dispute in Pillow Mania, which is the the official, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the that. official sport of the Woo House where you try to steal the pillow out from underneath the other person as they're sleeping twenty <laughs> times in a row.
0: And so twenty times in a row. <laughs> And, and See, you make fun right. of me because of desert golfing. Continue. Right, right. Um, oh, that's so wrong. So
1: <laughs> I've got all my employees in, in, in like, was it, we're in an SUV together. We're driving to a conference to speak at. This is the moment that Frank decides, like, I've got to talk about Pillomania. I'm upset about this.
3: <laughs> this
1: ruling.
3: That's a pretty good Frank impression.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So we're driving and we're like this two-hour car trip and Frank is there and all my employees are in the car me. Frank's just like, "Yeah, I don't think it's fair. (laughs) 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 It's like, create the most uncomfortable professional situation where where I'm there with my employees and like my husband's like, come on, vote against Brianna. This isn't fair. Don't you understand? And Maria's just like, I just, I just, I just don't want to vote. Aww. Frank, you know who signs our paychecks, right? <laughs> oh my God. That's I primary. think you guys
3: are perfect. <laughs> yeah. Everything's great. I, I think you're doing great.
1: All right. I like Zach.
3: Well, he's thank acceptable. you. He's <laughs>
1: acceptable. He's okay. He, yeah, he's okay. He's pretty good at Portal too. Yeah. If I didn't like him, I would be like, oh.
0: We haven't actually gotten any topics yet. We kind of need to take a break. No, the topics were peggle.
3: No, we actually haven't. We've only talked about peggle. Okay, here, here. Let's let's talk about this.
0: So, hang on. we we need to we need to we need to do a sponsor break. Is what we need to do.
3: Oh wow. Okay. We've done that soon, eh?
0: (laughs) I think we lost Georgia for the rest of the show.
3: Already, it's already time for an ad, everybody.
0: (laughs) been a half an hour. We, we're, we're almost getting to the show. Just hang in there. This is like a new record.
1: Anyway, Isometric
0: is brought to you this week by, by Lynda.com, which is an easy and affordable way to help you learn. Uh, you can instantly stream thousands of courses created by experts on business, software, web development, graphic design, and more. Uh, they work directly with industry experts and software companies to give you training on often the same day that new versions or releases hit the market. So you're always up to speed. All of the courses are are super high quality and they're broken up into little pieces so you can learn at your own pace whenever you have time or you can just find a quick answer to a problem that you're having. Uh, You can search transcripts. You can build playlists. You can get certificates if you complete a course of training. Um, and it's got courses for all experience levels, uh, apps for iPhone, iPad, and Android. And you get all this for one low monthly price of $25. It gives you access to over 100,000 video tutorials. Uh, and premium members with an annual plan, they can even download courses to iPhones, iPads, and Android. So if you're getting on a plane, you can just go download a whole bunch of stuff and and spend some time in the air, you know, actually doing something productive rather than just, you know, reading the in-flight magazine or whatever. So. Uh, and And Bree has said many times on this show that lynda.com has been has helped her get to where she is today. I don't know if yeah. you want to talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: You know what I've actually started doing with lynda.com is for the hour a day I work out, you know, I can either sit there and look at my phone and tweet while I'm doing cardio and I'm good at it. Like I can run on a treadmill at eight miles an hour and tweet while I'm doing it. Or I can sit there and like watch a, a Linda video on a subject that I'm trying to pick up. So what I'll end up doing is doing exactly what you're talking about, Steve, where you like download it all ahead of time and I'll, I'll sit there and I'll watch it. And I have two phases of doing it where I'll just watch all the way through a series to kind of get the get the gist of it. And then I'll come back to the office and I'll put on a lynda.com tutorial. And then I'll actually go through the steps and do it. And, you know, it's different people learn in different ways. I learn this way. Uh, I've showed Frank. Frank has actually become a much better 3D modeler uh, you know, using their tutorial courses. So I, I think they're ace. And I think you should definitely... You know, sign up if you're interested in learning computer skills. Uh, Another thing I've talked about is Adobe changes their software so regularly at this point. Uh, And what I really like about Linda is whenever Adobe puts out a new version of like Illustrator, they'll have like a, a what's new with Adobe Illustrator this time around. So it's not like you're trying to go through a bunch of manuals or try to figure it out. Like you could just sit there and watch like you know, a couple of hours of video and then you're up to date with all the newest features. So I just, I think it's a wonderful service.
0: Uh, we have a deal with lynda.com where you can get all of their courses free for seven days. So go to lynda.com slash isometric, uh, try lynda.com free for seven days and thank you so much for, to lynda.com for supporting five by five and isometric.
1: Maddie, you should watch lynda.com and then become a game developer. Wow. And just make the most awesome game possible.
3: Yeah, that sounds really appealing. I yeah. I can't think of any downside at all to doing
1: that. People um, do
0: want your Gamergate uh, beat-em-up. we got a lot of feedback. I so really want to make people that. Want to make, people want you to make that. Can I
1: tell you? Stay tuned on that. Stay tuned on that. Maddie? As soon as
3: I learn from Linda how to do 3D modeling or well, whatever.
1: See, I think that would be vector-based. <laughs> Video I think, games.
3: <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to make them. I've made a Twine game before.
1: That's you should it. make you should make a Revolution sixty yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. You I would like do to do something like yeah. that.
1: Like really, if you made a game, what would it be? Do you actually <laughs> want to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious.
3: <laughs> I I always thought that it would be cool to make a game about a mother and a daughter. Oh, and how and a, the daughter would be the player character, and the mother would be at home telling her where to go, and it would be about trust and i would think the twist ending would be that you couldn't necessarily trust what your mother is telling you to do and portal is almost that game but it's not explicitly that and i think that there's a way to do that that's a lot darker and actually is about characters and i think that 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 that's a game that i've always wanted to make and i have like a specific plot that i wanted to have too i'd never make i don't know how to make it but Anyway, that's the game I've always Hmm. wanted to make. Everybody has something like that. I think everybody has something that they're like, that would be cool if I could make that. But I don't know. I agree
1: with that. I agree with that. I don't know. I I could say for me, it was always a lifelong dream to ship my own game. And I did it. And it's one of my proudest life accomplishments. So... I don't know. I think it's, I think a lot of people let fear hold them back from Mm -hmm. doing things and the excuses hold them back. That's true. And
3: I think also people are worried that it's hard to learn how to do things. And like, that was why I didn't record music for a while was because I thought that learning Pro Tools would be really difficult. And it was, but, but, you know, I mean, I watched a bunch of tutorials and Uh that's how you learn how to do things now. It's the internet. I think
2: people are really afraid of making mistakes. They're so afraid Mm -hmm. to make mistakes that they're just not going to give it a shot. And you really need to just go there, make a mistake.
3: It's how you learn. Yeah. 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 And also, like, come on. I... Honestly, there's so much bad stuff out there. I, it's A lot of it's really successful. So sometimes I look at that and I'm like, Look at hey, this podcast. If that... <laughs> <laughs> look at this podcast
0: success, for even, example. We haven't
3: even We've covered started any of the our show. topics. We haven't done anything. We, we, we may have to go into sense.
0: what we're playing not having talked about any topics.
3: Yeah, well, we talked about Peggle, Steve, so calm down. The point is that wrong. you should follow your dreams because somebody is more successful than you, who worked way less hard. So you may as well give it a shot. I'm serious about that. No,
1: I'm really serious, too. I everything, it's, when I was a child, I remember in the 80s, and this was when 8086s and 8088 computers were, like, $4,000, $5,000 in the 80s dollars, you know. Um, <laughs> I was two years and, old, I remember. Right, right. You weren't even born yet. You were a psycho. <laughs> uh, and Psychos. I would sit there with... I would sit there with my mom on the, the floor uh, of her office and we would sit there and figure out how to like, you could do all this DOS nonsense, like flipping IRQs and little dip switches or master slave configurations on hard drives. And it was just like figuring stuff out. Like there was no plan, just sit down and figure it out. And that's been my approach to stuff for my entire life. And it's it's a, it served me in very good stead, I think.
2: hmm Yeah.
0: Yeah, so. I think a lot of people have good taste and then, you know, they try to do something and it doesn't live up to, you know, their expectations of themselves. And
2: But usually it's because yeah. their expectations are too yeah. high. They expect it yeah. to be perfect the first time. It's like, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, again, look at this podcast. It took us 28 episodes to get to this get we're... to
3: this which is the worst episode yet so <laughs> do we want to talk about a topic
1: i, I guess we
0: may as well come
1: on steve <laughs> moderate
0: yeah uh, yeah i'm the one who keeps this Steve's podcast fault. in line See, it's my fault really been sitting yeah, back this, and is, just this is the conversation this i had week. with Bree today okay we can talk about pokemon but i really want to tie box that i did minutes. i said that
1: <laughs> i did
0: because we that had other nonsense
1: to make sure that we were going to get yeah. to
0: all right i'm all right. going to
1: moderate the show from here on okay out. No, so no 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 we're, we're, okay. we're good yeah, so okay.
0: so steve the... has
1: one job i have and one he's... job
0: and i'm failing yeah so look <laughs> at me i'm failing my one job <laughs> so there was a lot of issues with servers this week that were ruining gaming so specifically so i actually i have a sad story because i got into oh. the evolve big alpha and except that I got into it on PS4 and then got completely screwed over by the, uh, the PS4's 2.0 firmware update. So uh, what happened was the Evolve Big Alpha was this weekend. Evolve is a game that's coming out next year that's from the, the Left for Dead developers that actually looks really cool. And I would love to know if it was really cool because I didn't actually get to play it. Mm. Uh, where you have four people who are teaming up to try to take down one, one monster that's played by a fifth person. That Sounds what, like
2: a great idea. It, it
0: sounds awesome, and I would have loved to try it. But uh, So what happened was that there was a problem with the PS4 firmware. I don't know if it was related. It doesn't sound like it was related to the – there was one issue that really affected most people, which was the, the rest mode bug, where if you let your PS4 go into rest mode, it just wouldn't turn on. And then you had to pull the plug out and then plug it back in and turn it on, and then it would yell at you that you shut it down incorrectly. Uh, but I don't think it was related to that but there was apparently some other problem with the firmware that caused them to postpone the the alpha and then they and then they eventually reopened it like Sunday night and put it through till Tuesday and I tried playing it Monday night but all that all that happened was it just spun on matchmaking for like 15 20 minutes and I gave up. But apparently this has been an issue for a number of games over the last couple weeks. We have Drive Club that still is still having server issues like a month later. And is completely, like, it's not completely non-functional, but it's not up to the point where they can release the PS Plus version of it that they were planning to release. There's this editorial on Polygon talking about NBA 2K15 and how their network issues are crippling the game. Now we have the Evolve Big Alpha getting, you know, getting postponed. and. It seems like, I mean, this is not a new thing. I mean, I remember back in Diablo 3 when it first came out that there were a lot of problems with it being reliant on the servers. But is this, uh, it's starting to, you know, become a troubling thing where the server side of it is keeping people from being able to actually play the games.
3: Well, this is not an actual launch, though. When Diablo 3 came out, that was like a day one problem where they didn't really understand how many people were going to want to play that at, Twelve oh one a.m. or what have you.
0: Yeah, but Drive Club is a launch thing too. No, yeah, I know that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. I think but... Drive Club is legit, but
1: yeah. I think screwed over, like which is the phrase you used for for you know what is essentially an alpha. Yeah. Which she didn't pay a dime for. Yeah, screwed
0: I... over is probably a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit harsh. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But but I did get you know, and a lot of people on the PS4 lost out on that opportunity because they ended up having to shift it, and then when it did come up, it wasn't really working even after that.
1: I, I don't know. Um, something I personally do not understand. When I remember when Ultima Online came out and Maddie was a zygote. It didn't exist mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I remember when that happened. And I remember there were shard issues and you couldn't log in. And I remember sitting there and dialing up the modem and, like, hoping it was going to work. I understand why that era had server problems. Right. What I don't understand, and maybe there's a back-end engineer that has more of a perspective on this than I do, but I don't understand why you can't have servers on deck. Like, I understand there's a cost associated with having a a large number of servers ready, ready to do this, but it seems like that kind of distributed load is a problem we should have solved at this point. Does that make sense to you? So... When PSN and, and Sony products in general repeatedly have this exact kind of issue, I don't know if it's because Sony is constantly changing their firmware in a way that's really obnoxious to the consumer. I don't know if they don't have the same resources that XBLA does because it's not a paid infrastructure service in the same direct way that Xbox Live is. I I just don't know, but it just seems like it should be a problem that's more solved by now. For something like Drive Club, it just seems unforgivable, you know.
0: And, and not only that, but it's like this is a problem that is known. I mean, Battlefield Four was infamous for being broken for these kinds of server issues, right? Like, months after release, right? And you would think, at a minimum, if you have a if you have a game that has a heavy server component like Drive Club does, that you'd be running. Beta is the way that Destiny was, like running multiple betas to make sure that you got your network code up to speed and that you could handle the kind of load that you are expecting before you launch. And I am surprised that you have games that have such a heavy server component, and they're not, I don't remember ever hearing about any sort of a beta with Drive Club, right? Specifically, and I mean the 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 Evolve thing that's just bad timing, basically. And and Sony did something, and and I am more annoyed. But Drive Club is like it's a month later and it's still not fixed, and it's like what. How does this how does this keep happening?
1: Well, especially in this environment where it's like if a game is released, um, I don't know about you, but like a couple of weeks later I've I've moved on, you know? And yeah. right. like Drive Club, it, it just doesn't make sense to me to have invested millions and millions and millions of dollars launching a new IP and then had this server component fail on that on that side. And I I do want to say this. Um a lot of the time when people talk about game development features people often talk to me like yeah why don't you add that back end component why don't you do this why don't you have some online aspect to it and the truth is if you start looking at the cost for that to do it to do it well it it does raise to a non trivial cost very quickly. And I think people are so used to paying for things like Gmail or whatever, or not paying for it rather. And they just assume, oh, that just happens. It's just this magic server. It works perfectly. Uh, you know, it's it's not the case. In fact, some of the most in depth GDC technical talks I've I've talked to have been people that work on, you know, backend. So I, I have compassion for that, but it just seems when you know something like Drive Club that's Literally jeopardizing, you know, a $100 million investment or however much they spent on this. It just seems stupid, you know.
2: Steve, does this mean – does this make you want to think twice before you sign up for another beta?
0: No, I don't think so. I mean it's just – I I was – I'm sure that the when they go into a beta, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit longer than this. And it's just – you know, I was excited to get into it. Because they were only, I think it was only like 250,000 people that they were letting in or something like that. I was excited to get my code. And then it was kind of disappointing that it was, just, it, you know, it doesn't make me want the game any less or think any less of the game. It was just kind of a, kind of like, okay, well, I got this thing that I was hoping I was going to get. And then circumstances happen that don't let me use it. And it, it was just kind of disappointing. It doesn't make me not want to do that again because I mean I had a good experience with the Destiny beta, for example. Yeah. You know, and, and the Destiny beta was really done very, very well.
3: Yeah. Um, I feel like we never think about the examples that go well. Right. And and there's so many. And what about the examples where they've actually got more server coverage than they need when we yeah. don't know about it and they feel like they wasted money because they overshot demand? I mean, how often does that happen? And we never know. So and if people
2: I, don't actually mind. Right. Yeah. If you'll still sign up and you're still going to get the game after, then right. maybe it's not worth the cost to ensure, like, you know, on the chance that it might not run.
3: Yeah, and I would be I curious about how that poor launch ended up affecting Diablo 3, because for me, I... I lost interest in that game pretty quickly. And it wasn't because of that, but I—I I, that was part of it because that slow run-up meant that I couldn't necessarily play when I thought I would be able to. Yeah. Because that's already a game where you're playing it with friends and you're dealing with everybody's schedules and when everybody gets home from work. And then if you all are in the right place at the same time and you can't play, it's really annoying. So for me, that was a factor. But I... I don't know whether that's affecting people's drive club, like if they're going to be annoyed and not buy another drive club game in the future. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the problem with Diablo 3 also was that it was using the the server for things that it really ought not to well, be using yeah, the server That's for. a whole other game yeah. of worms. Because I remember I was – when I got that game, we were down at my parents' house in Florida that had terrible internet, and I was like – I would – Click my click my mouse button to have an attack, and then like ten seconds later, the attack would actually happen. I'm
3: surprised you even bothered.
0: I yeah. I, I I have problems, Maddie.
3: Okay, all right. <laughs> he's dedicated.
0: <laughs>
1: if yeah, if yeah, you yeah. play, if you play Diablo, Steve, he is as passionate about that game
0: as I am with Peggle. Yeah.
1: All right, so all right, yeah, understood.
0: I, I, I'm not. I'm not as passionate as some people. Like I'm not all, having into the. <laughs> Steve's end game, always
3: downplaying his yeah. game interest. Yeah. he's downplaying his passion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very passionate, Steve. Don't, yeah, don't you understand. really care yourself.
0: about yourself. You yeah. do, yeah.
3: You are a huge nerd. You care. Don't worry. You're... I, okay. <laughs> You've got your
0: gamer creds. I'll go put some more duct tape on my glasses and I'll be good.
3: Okay. Okay. Cool.
0: Does
1: uh, anyone yeah. even worry about that anymore in 2014? I'm always amazed when someone's like, oh my God, that could make me look nerdy. And I'm like... <laughs> like... I think other people
3: who aren't us worry about it. And it always weirds me out. I yeah. I don't want to get too far off topic here. But Again. I did meet someone at a party once who kept stopping the conversation to be like, guys, this is really nerdy. We have to stop talking about it. And we were talking really? about like Star Wars, and I was like, dude, you need to chill. It's gonna be okay. We can talk about this. Like But that's cool now. Like cool it's cool well, to be geeky. Geeky I is in. I don't think that's actually true. Is there? It's fine to like Star Wars casually, yeah. but it's not okay to know the name of every ship. You know? Yeah. Like or, there's always I think a it's limit. cool. It, well, it's cool for us, but you know what I mean. It's okay. We're strange. I know. I hear what you're saying,
2: yeah.
0: Maddie. <laughs> there are times when I'm in my parent persona where I have to kind of tone it down a little bit because I may, you know, be sticking out a little bit and I don't want to make things. But uncomfortable that's true of
3: everything, right? Like, you don't, yeah. if you're really interested in X and you're at a party where nobody knows anything about X and they're all talking about Y, then you're not going to want to be like, hey, listen to me talk about X to people yeah. who don't know anything about it for an hour. Yeah. And if you keep doing that, then people aren't going to want to hang out with you. But and... that's just
2: because it's, it's not, that's not being fun thoughtful to everyone else that's right, speaking, right, right. but if I know yeah. someone else and they're like, you know, I played Ultima, I'm like, Ultima Online! Yes, I love that game! Like, I love yeah. it, And I'm yeah. like go,
1: don't tell anyone! Yeah. Don't tell
2: anyone I've ever even Wait, heard of Ultima. Wait, you played
1: Ultima much. Online, Georgia?
2: Oh god, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna <laughs> yes. have to geek out on this later.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I would even then ask to play oh all god. the little tiny geek servers, and I would, like, love them. I had one server, I would... I'm not even gonna get into the the horrible mayhem that I created on this server. I was like just sought after everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I was. Have you fun.
1: ever Have you ever like gone? We uh, I'll say one thing. We'll get back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever like gone? Have you ever like gone back to like Britannia, like that avenue near uh-huh. the bank where everyone would hang out, uh-huh. and like if you log back on and you go back there, it's like your brain, like synapses from your brain that haven't oh, fired yeah. in ten years start lighting uh-huh. up, and you're like. I know where the, it's like when you go back to your childhood hometown yes. and you're yes. like, Oh my God. Oh I
2: love I loved I loved Ultimate. I did Online. too. That I was my too. first like true love of yep. a game. Yep. And I would I would play that game and then every few years I would go back yep. and find like some server that's there. And then I wanted the old school rules though, because I was like the sneaky kind of person that would like shoot a spell and then I'd want to be able to hide right away and then be able to walk a few steps. Oh my god. And then I would just like try to then steal from them. It was just I was I was not a nice person. on the top. Wow. <laughs> I would be the person that would be gray, and they would think that they could like attack me and kill me, and then the guards would kill them. I was like, yes, guards. And I was like, Karma Gray I knew,
0: and no, no like, one knew. Every gray. week, the the portrait of Georgia of Georgia Dow gets like darker, darker. and darker. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's awesome. The portrait I love of it. Georgia Dow yeah truck.
3: a portrait of georgia dow oh my god episode title it's actually, it's gonna, it's to actually gonna be it. hung
0: up right next to rob the robot oh, oh rob. yeah the Wait,
3: rob do... gets older but georgia stays young <laughs> i'm gonna take a picture of rob with
1: the wig yeah you should do that and, the, yeah, and the and
0: the lumberjack axe oh
1: right, right. yeah right, You're You're right. right. i, sent you the, in I in tweeted real, that I out i tweeted that out Georgia, do you remember like trying to figure out the rules of that game when stratics didn't really exist in the same way yes. so you're oh my god and oh you're my like, god you just like what, I have the, no what clue. the freak is do I need evaluate intelligence for yeah. why the yeah. frack would yeah. I put a bunch of points what into am I that doing skill? why would, yeah.
2: why am I doing this and then you're like why should I lumberjack why, why is everyone cutting wood and then you're like yeah I'm gonna cut wood like I <laughs> I remember and then I died and I would panic because like my <laughs> like I would die and I'm trying to log back in and I'm like dying and I'm like no please don't everyone loot and you could like take everything that was when, like, we yep. were left with nothing. Yep, nothing. Oh yeah, we had all kinds of. Like, okay, we
1: gotta get, we gotta get back on this. Maddie, show, are you as oh terrified as I am right
0: now?
2: I, I just feel left
1: <laughs> out, honestly.
2: Oh, it's a great game. You should still play it. You should have been
1: born, Maddie. Come should, on. I know. What was I doing? We should have played with like, like honestly, I I would have been
3: alive for this. I was just busy kicking butt at Super Smash at that time, right? Yeah, I was Fair alive enough. for this Fair too, enough. but I was busy Fair
0: playing enough. like Diablo 1 or something at that yeah, time. Yeah, okay. I mean I was
3: too young to be playing Ultima, but I was still being very competitive and rude to people. I have no fear. <laughs> yeah.
2: I just remember that feeling of like running through the forest and seeing some red guy when you're like on yeah. your like little tiny like miner and you're like just running with all your stuff and you've got yep. like all your ignits and you're like I'm gonna yep. run and yep. you're like getting shot bears and you're like just trying to get out of there you're, like no <laughs> yep. oh, yep. no just make it to the new screen like you just want to get to the screen so, it's that so you true. get to zone somewhere and hopefully like hide or escape so they wouldn't see you and
1: and so for people out there that just started playing these kind of games with WoW when Ultima launched. We didn't know anything. We had no rules about no PVP, like no. like shards where you didn't have PVE. That didn't happen when no. it launched. No. This was scorched earth. Yeah. Everyone was... Or like was, going and getting your it was, corpse no, it was safe. immediately afterwards, which is yeah. a huge innovation with WoW. No, in Ultima Online, it was hardcore. If you died... That was it. And your it was corpse it. is just out there and they would loot your corpse. <laughs> and then they do horrible. It was oh, it was so much
2: fun though. I love that game. I had so much fun. I I remember that
1: going north from Britain and like mining and getting my first ingots. And then, like, people out there
2: ready to kill you after you mined all
1: your stuff. They're just
2: waiting. And then you'd get a macro so that you wouldn't actually be on the computer. And then you'd hope to wake up and still be alive. Yeah. You'd find all these secret places where no one else wanted to go. And then I got my first little area to get to. And I remember to get in a boat and I'm like going to the island. And I'm like, hopefully, there's no one there. And then someone kills me on the island. We could have
1: killed each other in this game and not known each other. Let's go back to the show. Sorry. Guys. Well, this is all Sorry, stuff. It's just not the stuff that we
0: were supposed to talk about. We may as well go into what we're playing at this point because we're already an hour <laughs> in. So, you know, we may as well just, just no, do let's that. Let's
2: do one more topic. Very Can quick. we do yeah. I was going to say yeah. that there was the Patriot Georgia thing. That was so awesome. Some people oh, made some yeah. well, amazing. Oh, yeah. do your
0: Photoshop thing. The
2: Photoshop thing. There's some people did some, like, amazing like hilarious things i love them like i had like one where i was wonder woman and i had like on my shoulder i had like an eagle and then there was like there was like brie you're, you have the best i Bree have the most creative funny ideas whenever i know whenever i see suddenly like 30 messages to me in a row I'm like brie's done something <laughs>
1: she's gone up to something <laughs> That's it. I got a bad idea. And then like, <laughs> let's let's make this happen. Let's just go gonna, for it. Or or you used to go like Georgia.
2: I hope you're not going to kill me. I would get it. like <laughs> an an iMessage from like, Georgia. I hope you're not going to be upset. And then I'd go. I'd have to go right on to Twitter to see what he was up oh to. Oh my God! What anything. is Pre doing
0: to be now? <laughs> she she
2: yeah. wouldn't tell me what she'd done. She'd just say that, and that was it. I wouldn't. I'd be like, What? are am going to start doing that.
1: When I have nothing planned.
2: <laughs> just to freak <laughs> her and out. Keep her, her on her out. toes. No, that would freak me out. I would be panic stricken the entire time because
3: I wouldn't know what was happening. Yeah, you'd be refreshing. You'd, you and you'd be like, I don't have any mentions. What? I don't understand. What's happening? Nothing's happened. What? <laughs> that
0: would Is be Twitter scary, down. Reaction. What's going on?
3: To go to Twitter after being told something was there, only to find nothing there. <laughs>
2: that's like a. That's a little. That's a yeah. That's a scary. Well,
3: thing. Like you go to Twitter and Twitter doesn't load, and it's because Brie has actually <laughs> shut down Twitter single handedly. <laughs> I've done my best. I can see. I can see that happening. Don't even. Don't give her any ideas. That's what I would want, Bree. If you ever text me and you tell me to go to Twitter, I'm gonna hope that it's because it won't load because you've (laughs) shut it
0: down.
1: That better be what what you text me about. I'll I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can. Can we talk about the Call of Duty story? Sure. Go. Go
0: ahead. So, so uh, you're probably better to talk about this than I am. Is that what you've
3: been playing this week, Bree? Is Call of Duty?
1: Well, yeah, but I thought I thought this one story was a really interesting commentary, or particularly this polygon op-ed about it.
0: Yeah, can you talk about it? Because I, you're, I, I don't know, Maddie, have you played the new Call of Duty? Or I
1: haven't. Okay. I oh my god, I haven't even. So honestly, <laughs> I, you
3: know, I'm never in a hurry to play these anymore because I played all of them. So I just kind of pick them up when I get the
1: chance. I don't yeah. rush to it. So but, I barely play Call of Duty. So I yeah, guess that's yeah. What's different I, I mean, now. I'm
3: not in a big hurry to get them these days because I don't know. I. Some of them are good, but you never know, so it's okay to hold back, I think.
0: Yeah, just wait for a Black Friday sale anyway. But yeah, I mean if yeah. this
3: one's worth getting, then the the first week, like it actually has a good story, then maybe I'll check it out. Some of them do have good stories, listener. I hear you smirking. So
1: That was me. Actually. Some of them
3: do have good stories for real.
1: I mean, I I I will admit. So my some to the, my some experience with Call of Duty was I played Call of Duty Ghosts some and I played Call of Duty Black Ops two for about an hour, you know, yeah. so i didn't I didn't really get into it. Those and, 2 are weren't um, that good well, there we go uh, <laughs> and you know I got advanced warfare because Kevin Spacey, and mm-hmm. it's it's really good, like cool. it's really 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 good uh it's it's the 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 aesthetics of it are it's they did so much awesome work with design that everything they're putting in the game seems really, really plausible of what things would be in 2050. Uh, It's things like nanotech is a little bit better. Like you have very small vehicles or like swarms of nanomachines coming around to attack you, Uh, you know, weapons integrated into, you know, visual systems better. Uh, Like, Imagine, like, mecha tanks walking, but, like, treads on all four of the wheels, so it's rolling around. I mean, it's a really, really exciting game visually in the sense that it feels brilliant in the art direction. Does that make sense? And it's it's been the first game I've played that feels like a next-gen experience besides Forza. Uh, Horizon Two, like there is a a scene where I just played, and you're you're fighting through a uh, a traffic jam on the freeway, and like there are all these cars out there racing by, and you can look at it. It's like different model car, different model car, different model car, and the texture memory, like it's just so much higher than you know what you could have plausibly done last generation. So it, it just feels really well done and real really well scripted. Uh but the story we're talking about is it's called, you know, uh Hold Hex to Pay Respects. And like, so after this very like the whole game is very brotastic, but after <laughs> but after the first mission okay, I'm sorry, I'm gonna spoil something from Call of Duty's plot if you're if you're wow. really, if you're really worried about Go plot spoilers. You should okay. just, yeah, I'm good go with ahead that. and mil- I'm good with I know. Okay, I'm going to cover yeah. my skip, ears. Go ahead. Skip okay. ahead a little okay. bit if you need. So, after the most brotastic, like, oh, it's the future, let's shoot everything. And, like, you go through and you have this level. Uh, like, your compatriot's arm gets caught in a door. And then the jet that the door is caught on takes off and then it explodes. And he's blown up, and your arm is blown off your body and, like, collapses right next to you. Mm-hmm. And that it's like his charred body blah 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 blah, and then it's like um so then you have like the military funeral and all of that it's meant to be this really poignant moment with the with the music and the setup and like you know all of the the the, the coffins with like American flags draped over it, and then it's like this dark funeral and it's raining, and then you have the action event, and it's it's hold X to pay respects. <laughs> To your dead brother. It's so tone-deaf. Like I hadn't heard anything about the and I just turned to Frank and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? They didn't they didn't like do an action event to like have a funeral, did they? Oh my god, they did. And then I lock on and like everybody's talking about because it it's the stupidest moment ever. And, yeah, so basically Polygon had this, um, you know, this uh, op-ed piece that's talking about how it was, uh, you know, press X to feel something. And it's basically like critiquing the Call of Duty series for like trying to be over the top, you know, adrenaline and kind of failing at character development and, and, and failing at making you feel something. And I have to say, having played more Call of Duty, I understand where that mission is coming from, that criticism is coming from. But I think it's not their mission. Like, Call of Duty's mission is clearly to kind of give you the the bravado and dramatic feeling of being a soldier, but none of the nasty stuff and all of the adrenaline. And Mm -hmm. it's not meant to be a heavy character piece. So I I think you kind of have to evaluate it in terms of what it's trying to be. Maddie, you've played this more than I have. Like, what do you think?
3: I think I have more mixed feelings about it politically than you do, though. Uh, If only because I think that the reason why I feel weird about how much I like Call of Duty is because I think that it doesn't portray war accurately. I mean, duh, but I (laughs) I think it's almost a little bit irresponsible at times. No, I definitely agree. It, It really goes out of its way to make you feel super powerful. Like, Mm -hmm. you can come back from the dead infinitely in this game, except that the best Call of Duty games, in my opinion, story-wise, are the ones that actually depict conflicts that seem realistic or at least conflicts that seem high stakes. Like Black Ops is almost sci-fi. The first Black Ops story is pretty much science fiction, which I, I also think that story is really good, but it's um it's sort of fantastical, which I thought worked a little bit better because I, I didn't feel as um guilty about it. But the Modern Warfare games and, and some of the earlier Call of Duty games, like even the first one, I think are to trying to present realistic wars, not not literal wars, but but realistic ones or, or conflicts that seem like they could happen. Yeah, definitely. Except that the way that the game plays out is such that you're extremely powerful, and it feels really good to play, like emotionally, because you feel like you're on top of the world, and I like that feeling, so I play the games. But I think that depicting war that way is dangerous and it 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 makes me feel a little better when I'm playing it and it's a science fiction game or it's a game where it's very clearly separate from reality but the fact that actual people from the American army help work on Call of Duty it makes it I don't want to say an advertisement for joining the service but I, I think there are parts of it that are a little bit Disingenuous. And yeah. so, in hearing about this part about the funeral and like the way that they're trying to kind of tug at your heartstrings, but also juxtaposing that with these high tech robot arms and whatnot, which sounds super cool to me, I just think it's tricky because it's kind of like saying, Yeah, people will die, but you're still the hero and you're never going to die because in this game, you really can't die. You're always going to come back. So, I, I just think. It plays into how you might feel as a teenager. Like I know, I felt like I was never going to die when I was fourteen. I played paintball or whatever, and I I thought all of that was great. So I, I don't know. I worry about that part of it, and I I think this article is really good. And Charlie Hall links this other article about actually serving. So I uh-huh. or meeting a veteran, and I mean I. So clearly he has more insight into this than I do. All, all I've done is play paintball. I don't really know what I'm talking about. But I I just think... I think that there might be a better way to make a Call of Duty game. And I, I don't know that it's something we're ever going to see. And I don't know. Sorry. That was a lot of... No, no, no. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm definitely in agreement with you. I, I think it's very telling. And yeah, I don't want to get into politics here. But, you know, when I, I post about Call of Duty on my Twitter this evening, I had people... Yeah, that were not Americans talk about how they found you know, the kind of the hyper militaristic American domination themes of the game troubling as people that are kind of on the other end of those policies, and mm-hmm. I think that's an eminently understandable, fair critique because this is turning. You know like American militarism into uh, an adrenaline based video game right uh I can also say you know my father was a naval officer, so you know I grew up in a military family, and i i I can see where the treatment of veterans' issues in this game is less than appropriate like there was a tweet i saw like pop quiz if your game is sponsored by mountain dew and cheetos you should stay away from veterans issues which i thought was very fair so i i I think that's i think that's eminently fair but i think if you're evaluating it as a video game experience i i think you can be critical of those elements but still say like to me this is an extremely well-made video game and i understand now more why the series is extremely popular
0: yeah I thought the the other thing specifically about the press X to mourn uh thing that I thought was interesting in the Gama Sutra article that I linked in the show notes is that they were comparing it to a scene in Arkham City where it's the same thing except that it's not like a cut scene but it's when you're walking by the alley where Batman's parents were killed mm-hmm. and you can press you it it pops up a thing like press x to to pay your respects or whatever but that's kind of like an optional thing that just happens to be adding flavor to the game as opposed to like a cutscene that you can't opt you out can't, of. Right. You can't really, op, I mean, I guess it sounds like, again, I haven't played it on, but it sounds like if you just kind of stay there and don't press a button kind of like in beyond two souls, eventually it will just kind of go on without you doing it. But, that's as
1: I understand it. too. Yeah,
0: but I mean, that's kind of a, I, I don't know. I pressed X like. to pay yeah. respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like, like you know, that makes a little bit more sense in the context of Arkham City, but it seems kind of like forced and, and out of place in a game like, like Advanced Warfare. Yeah,
3: I feel like something like this done well, like actually acknowledging that people die in a way that matters is something that Call of Duty is not going to be capable of doing in its current form. And I hate to sound so fatalistic about that proclamation, but honestly, they would have to change a whole lot of other things about the entire game in order for that to work. Because the whole game is about feeling powerful in its current form. Maybe Advanced Warfare is completely different, but every other Call of Duty game has been about feeling powerful, ultimately. so. yeah that's i don't think that's going to change and so trying to make death meaningful within the scope of that world like the gameplay itself has set it up that way and i so that death isn't meaningful and i mean this is something that gears of war struggled with and like this is a joke that people tell a lot is like why do the deaths of characters matter in these games if we can see that marcus can be resurrected midway through battle <laughs> like we see it happen we resurrect our co-op partners all the time. So then if, if the magical resurrection thing exists in these games, then how come character deaths matter? I don't know. It's not something we've really figured out yet. It's one of those gameplay problems. So I don't know. I don't know how you make a funeral matter.
1: I, I don't think you can in this series. Yeah, you can. Especially
0: in this entry in the game, in the series too, where it's like over the top, even more so than normal call of duty games are. I mean, I want, I was watching football over the weekend because that's the thing that I do. And the there was an ad for, for this that came on and I was I was tweeting about it at the time. Like this is, actually looks interesting because it looked like almost like Sunset Overdrive from the ad, where mm-hmm. they're just like flying up in the air and slamming down and, and, you know, bionic arms and tanks and all kinds of crazy stuff. But it seems like you would you would want to do this in one of like even like a modern warfare or a black ops where it's more of like, you know, grounded in reality than like a sci-fi version of of yeah. Call of Duty. It seems like this is like the least appropriate entry in the series to do that anyway.
3: yeah and i think they're really torn between making war seem fun and approachable like you want a game to be and making it seem serious and that's just a really hard line to walk
1: yeah i could say that playing it what makes this game fun is the the abilities as you're playing it like leaping and things like that it, it feels grounded in reality. It doesn't feel like okay. you're you're a Superwoman. Like if you yeah. jump up, right. it's easy to imagine like futuristic exoskeleton letting you move up that much or or burst through the air. So I I wanted to say that, but I think I I don't know. I I think that the the trick of Call of Duty is giving you all the the. It's like it's an 80s movie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean where it's going through the tropes of these things and asking you to feel it. And I think it wants to wrap itself in the American flag and like have all the the symbolism and the 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 romanticism of being a soldier without any of the of the bad stuff that goes along with that. And I just mm-hmm. I don't think it's possible. I think this game's priorities are ridiculously fast aim and reload animations that are not humanly possible and adrenaline kill 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 respawn kill 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 respawn i think that that's fundamentally at odds from this kind of more serious narrative about war i actually think metal gear solid touches really well on that that melancholy that i could imagine that must be if you're actually a soldier so i i just think like I don't know. For me personally, I'm willing to look at it and critique it and say, yes, this is like uh, American militarism gone, you know, like the ultimate commercial for it. And Mm -hmm. that's problematic. But I'm also willing to say, like, look, this is not trying to be a serious portrayal of war like it's it's the 80s movie version of war
3: yeah but i mean compared to other games that are trying to portray war like gears of war is not trying to be halo is not trying to be i yeah. would say even battlefields isn't i mean maybe and then you have stuff like medal of honor where it, it's there's a spectrum here but i i would put call of duty towards the serious end i i don't know if i'm wrong there people can wildly disagree with me but i i think that these games are trying to portray war in a way that feels serious. I, there's no funny parts. There's no jokes. There's, they're not one liners really. Maybe there are in this one, but in a lot of other call of duties, it's really serious. I, I, I can't think of any jokes that are in black ops.
1: I yeah. I don't know. Georgia, I'm curious, like, since you're not an American, how do you feel about this? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean... Well,
2: I, I'm always kind of torn when, when, uh, Games are, you know, like, I, I don't mind if a game is going to be violent or deal with it. I think that when you're trying to push an issue that doesn't feel right and it gets a little, I think that the the problem with it is that it gets a little bit too close to home. It, and it, it can't do it in a way that really pays a true respect. Like, it's just like this token drop and then left. And, and I think that that can sometimes do more harm than good because it takes you out of the game and the fun and so you're trying to make a serious issue but you can't do that properly and sometimes it might be better just to kind of omit that if you're not going to be able to do proper justice to the people that have yeah. actually died in war and again since I, I have not been to war it i might people that have that are veterans may feel or or actually now uh in in a place right now that they're dealing with that may feel differently about that they may be happy that at least they gave a token not to people that have, have uh, you know, died for, for other people's freedom and things that they believe in. Bree, I want to know, though, a question from you. Why, why did you play Call of Duty and you won't play Mordor?
1: Ah, that's a good ah, question.
3: Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: oh, man. These just got real. <laughs> That's a really good question. My first Call of Duty that I bought was Black Ops 2 because that was the first game where they introduced female player playable characters That's for a multiplayer. And I didn't play a single damn Call of Duty before that because they didn't include women. And I said, I won't give you my money. So, And for this one, for the multiplayer, you can play as a female soldier and I'm on board. That said, I've played a lot through the campaign. I've seen one woman speak one line in one scene and it's... Rose for the rest of it. So, yep, you know. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yep. That doesn't surprise me at and all. And I have to say that because <laughs>
1: I didn't want to get into like, but this bothers me.
3: No, it bugs me too. It bugs me too. What, one of
1: the things we're fighting with right now is this is a serious issue. And, and for me as a leader, I think a lot about this. So, in the military right now, Women in the military want to be able to go into combat and serve in combat situations because serving in combat situations is how you qualify for higher level ranks. It really helps your career It establishes your bona fides. It helps you, you know, get all the way through the ranks and like become the people actually making the decisions. So, there's a real fight right now for women to be able to serve and die in the same way that men do. And obviously, I'm fully on board with that. What bothers me deeply about this game as I'm playing it is it's 2050 whatever, and it's still just all dudes. Yeah, And, mm. you know, like... That really bothers me. Um, Like a lot of people assume like as a a feminist, I don't want like women to have to serve in the draft, which is not true. I mean, I think we should all be out there fighting. And to me, it's problematic to show a a future that's so realistic and believable in so many ways, but still just says, you know, women, you're not important. And that, that really bothers me as I'm playing it.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I completely agree. It's bothered me in every Call of Duty game up till now. It bothered me when I played Counter-Strike. And even back then, I was playing with a fake male name and playing as a dude, but I still secretly thought it would be cool to play as a girl. (laughs) And I think that if there had been women in that game, maybe I would have turned out more normal sooner. So (laughs) I I just think, you know, put some women in there, try to normalize the fact that maybe women would like these games and maybe women would want to fight in general and want to do this kind of activity. Like, that would be nice so that then I wouldn't feel weird about it.
1: I don't know. I just think if Call of Duty would have women serving alongside men in something like that, I think it would Mm -hmm. be an extremely positive social statement.
3: Yeah, and also, like I said on last week's show, a quarter of Call of Duty players are women. women. So even if you just want to reflect how many women are playing, then you need to have one in four combatants be women, period. I mean, Borderlands can do it, so can you. Yep.
1: So does that answer your question, Georgia?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not really, but...
2: but but well, I, why
1: don't you feel like that answers your question
2: well because i i don't know because this one does <laughs> this one have playable female characters in it
3: only for multiplayer in
1: multiplayer for multi, but okay. most people play
2: multiplayer though so then that's okay then i get it.
1: multiplayer is why most people play call of duty yeah. so Fair. Fair. Yeah. most people
3: don't play the story but i like the
0: story i do too anyway so brie, so brie is that what you were playing this week
1: uh, I played that. I got deeper in Alien Isolation because Danielle, you know the who was on the show with us, she recommended uh, beating Alien Isolation, so I've been working on that. Uh, I've been working on my Super Smash skills hardcore, so I can beat Maddie over
0: Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So that's why I've been playing and a lot of peckle, a lot of peckle. Well, too. that goes
0: without saying at this yeah, point.
1: Yeah, it does. It does.
0: Oh, okay. So, so, Maddie, what did you play this week?
3: Oh. Okay, so I I I've been replaying.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, <laughs> set on the spot. Yeah, um, yeah, it, that we, you know, it's we're only twenty eight episodes in. You know, I, it's perfectly understandable. Well, we don't really ever prepare. go
3: in any particular order here. This is random every time, right? There's no order. Is it? Yes, I does. think it's yeah. always the same order, isn't it?
0: No, no, it's pretty it's pretty random.
3: Oh, yeah, okay. it is. Okay, so I I'm sorry, guys, I didn't play any new games this week but I've been (laughs) replaying Bayonetta 1 which I think everybody is. Everybody did Bayonetta 2 first and Bayonetta 1 second again. So yeah I've been doing that but I I don't want to talk about that. I I talk about Bayonetta all the time. Um, And I've also been playing Street Fighter and so I I guess I'll just say Zach and I have been downloading a bunch of fan mods of the characters which is really fun. So if anybody else is playing Street Fighter 4 still and wants to kind of shake up their game, or at least have a little more fun with the fact that they've been playing the same character over and over, there are a lot of really cool mods out there. For example, there's a mod that makes Poison look like Bayonetta, so that one is great. Of course, I enjoy that. They're all oh of God. the different bayonetta variants for poison, which is wow. pretty great. They my haven't done like peach and every. They haven't done like peach and like. I'm oh sure people will get on that, but they have the um the classic bayonetta costume with her beehive, and they have the new ones as well. So that's very very cool. But also there are like teenage mutant ninja turtles versions of dan and street fighter and just different other fun things and zach likes all the mods that make the characters look more detailed like there's one where cammy looks way 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 prettier and so on and so forth so you Aww. can get those too so yeah i just think it's really cool that there's a fan artistic community around street fighter that is vibrant and living on deviant art mostly and giving out mods for free. So yeah, if you're interested so you in that, play it on it PC. How yeah.
1: Does yeah. It work? We play it.
3: We play it on steam and we both have fight sticks that work with a 360. And that way we can play at my house or his house.
1: Wait, I, I want to understand this. So We both have a PC and then it plugs in, and then you're playing on like your laptop screen.
3: Um, no, we're playing on a PC screen, which is pretty big because we Uh, both have nice PCs, but also, I mean, I've got multiple copies of everything, so whatever. I'll buy Street Fighter as many times as I want, so I don't mind doing that. We can play it on 360, that's fine too, huh? That way, we can play it wherever we go,
1: Brie. What <laughs> don't you understand
3: about this? It, it makes
1: sense to me. I just, I don't know. I, I I can't imagine, like, to me, Street Fighter is plug it up, sit on the couch, pull out the fight sticks, and, and play. So I don't know, but I can see that. I can see yeah,
3: that. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I Honestly, it's, it's more of like a space situation where if you live in a really small space, then you might only have a PC, and you kind of use that as your TV, so you just get a really big screen. Hmm. So that's sort of more... What Zach does, but at my place there's everything because I don't know. I yeah, <laughs> I have a TV <laughs> and a big screen PC because I'm Maddie
1: Myers. I mean, the latency is okay. It, it oh plays yeah, well, it well, I mean, burn, we're playing okay,
3: locally, yeah.
1: so yeah yeah, 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 it's fine. I don't know. I find.
3: <sighs> I mean, Ultra is out on Steam. I and I know a lot of people who are playing together on Steam. I I haven't really. I haven't played online that much. We've invited people over and played locally a lot, but we—I ha- actually haven't really played online. We've mostly just been inviting people over and forcing them to play with us, <laughs> which for some reason nobody wants to do. But yeah,
1: I really want to play as Street Fighter at some point. I really do. I mean, and I just want to say, if you kick my butt, like we can still be friends. So. I'm not going to kick just... your
3: butt at Smash. I can do, but I—I I have a feeling. You're I don't gonna know be why really you think I'm so Fighter. great
1: at Street Fighter
3: because you're intimidating. <laughs> so I just assume you're good at everything, but maybe I should. It's that I picture
0: shouldn't. of her with the uh, with the light gun in front of the time crisis. That machine, was a good picture.
3: It? That is a good picture. And also the way that you talk about Peggle and TIE Fighter. I mean, how can I not be intimidated
1: by that? Okay. well, Maybe maybe you'll kick my butt. Maybe you'll kick my butt. I, I would like to play someone that's not Frank because that's not good for my marriage. So. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> well, I, I mean, I would say Zach and I are both like mediocre at it, and we're both okay. pretty pretty equal, and I think we're getting better at the same rate. So that's kind of lucky for me that I can always play somebody who's sort of on my level when it comes to fighting games. Cool. I got lucky there. Anyway. Somebody else go.
0: All right, Georgia. So Georgia, what are you playing?
3: <laughs> I, I've been... uh They had the new update
2: for Rogue uh, Vertex, and so they have oh, now I the have Dawa it. Bunga mode.
0: What? Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to talk about this for weeks, and I keep forgetting. Yeah, Brian what? put... Yeah, Brian put in a secret Daoabunga mode. He, what, How have we not <laughs> talked about this? Because I, I, I keep forgetting. But yeah, no, we've been meaning to talk about this and we keep forgetting. Yeah, he put in a, um, what do you have to get to like level 99 in campaign mode or something like yes. that? And then once you get there, you can unlock Daoabunga mode in, in the game because we doubled his sales from uh, talking about it on the show.
3: Yeah. Oh my
2: god. So I'm busy trying, I'm playing this game and like, you know... <laughs> Like, okay, first I didn't know how to actually access Daubunga mode, so I'm, like, tapping stuff. I'm, like, up. Down, down, down. Dabunga, I'm, like, A, B, A, B. Yeah, I'm, like, that's not working.
0: And Can't so you just I'm, tell it, don't you know who I am? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing, I'm, like,
2: shouldn't it be, like, already unlocked for me? <laughs> like, shouldn't all of us just get, like, an automatic, we go, no, no. So he's, like, no, you have to go to, like, level 99 campaign mode. And he's, like, but don't worry. It saves, so you can just keep on going. No, 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 no. no. It doesn't save. <laughs> It doesn't say if you die, you start again from level 1. So I have been, like, trying to get, like, I'm like, I want to be the first one to get to level 99. And no, I'm not even close. Like, I think I've gotten to level, like, 17 or, like, 20. And that's it. Then I get wiped out and I have to start all over again from level 1. So, you know, someone else, whoever first gets to level 99 and unlocks Bungamot, send me a picture. <laughs> I'm still trying. It might be impossible to get to level 99. <laughs> It'll crash
1: at level 98. So are you owning Dalabunga now? Like, do we, <laughs> yes. Can we get past all this BS? If you like, oh, it makes me feel embarrassed. No, you own I'm, that. I, you I'm own good that now. Georgia. I'm good
2: now. I love it. I have to say when I see like, and it's cute because people actually will tweet it on like for reviews for like other shows that I'm on. Yeah, or like if I did, I did um like a clockwise podcast, and someone like went down, like so no one knows <laughs> what they're doing, it? and I'm like that cracks me up. I think that's it's hilarious. Yes, Bree, you win,
1: you got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know I got so much static for going and seeing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie this year, but if I hadn't gone and seen
0: that, I never would have come would up have with never that.
2: Never happened, Aubrey. That I'm sure be- you
0: would have made your way around to that at some point.
1: I, I. I... You, <laughs>
0: you would have watched you, the simpsons or something it would have happened okay i think i think every almost every single
2: like one of the the things that that are iconic to the show like brie you created <laughs> Pretty much. i'm
1: really close to coming out with the maddie myers phrase I'm except really for the pandas close. i'll take
2: the pandas And i think that that maddie was the one that said fanda
1: we're gonna yeah. embarrass maddie so hardcore very soon just what i promise yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have the Maddie Myers equivalent of Dalabunga very soon. Okay. I guarantee it.
3: <laughs> I, I feel like my name doesn't lend itself well to that kind That's of thing. That's the problem. Nothing
1: <laughs> Brian just lubits there's always good either. Old Maddie Liars.
2: We could do Briars. Yeah. No, um, okay.
1: See, Bree is a great name because, like, you can, you can make that into anything. Like, Bree, because E is in so many letters and names and all that kind of stuff that you can turn... Anything and make it like the Orioles. Like you can, you can make anything <laughs> with Brianna in it. Yeah. I,
3: are you? I'm sorry. Are you taking the baseball team, the Orioles, and putting in my it?
1: team? Yes. Okay. All right. That's, <laughs> that I give the best. That isn't what I was example. expecting, but I'm glad I figured it out. I'm I, pretty yeah. sure
0: that's a crime against humanity. But I'll, I'll just no, I'm, no, I'm no. Not I'm, no. Sure. I'm just
1: saying my name lends itself to it. Lubitz. No, and Maddie Myers, no. Like at least Dal, I can freaking work with that. Come on, guys. I got I a see. lot. I got a
0: lot of Jiffy Lube in high school. No, thank oh, you. By the way, no, really. Yeah, oh, really? Really? Oh, really?
3: Oh, that's bad.
0: Yeah, that's, that's that. Bad, oh, it sure Steve. is. Yeah.
3: I'm so sorry. That's a bad one.
0: Yeah. So don't don't do that.
3: <laughs> if it hadn't been that, though, it would have been something. It would have been something. Kids else. are you awful. Told, yeah. You told everyone. Now it's too late, Steve. Like, nobody could make fun of my name, but they just found other stuff, you know? That's like, true. That's kids. True. Kids are cruel. Kids.
0: Uh,
1: Don't
3: well. have them. Sorry. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm not, not going to do that again. I got so many tweets about that. Did, Did you? Did you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, got- I
3: didn't get any, which is proof that I am too young. I'm immune. <laughs> But in a couple of years, it's
1: all over. Yeah, you'll get you'll get the hate mail in a few years. <laughs> it was great.
3: <laughs> I'm treasuring this. I'm treasuring the last you couple should. years before I'm 30, and then it's all over for me.
2: Anyway, after yeah, 30, it's playing? all downhill. Steve, yeah,
0: Steve, Steve, yeah, Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve. yeah. All right, so um, I've been playing the Biza- the Binding of Isaac Rebirth, which Whoa. I got with PlayStation Plus, Plus. and I, I, you know, I wasn't excited about it because I played it like a lot on Steam. And so I'm like, eh, whatever. But I played it and it's like all coming back to me. So it's it's a lot of fun. So it's, well, let me say this. It's if an you Edmund are...
3: McMillan game is what it is. Yeah. If and you're... if you don't know what that means, <laughs> you might not be ready.
0: Yeah. If you're sensitive to vomit, religious imagery corpses, or vomit or mommy poop, issues. Yeah. Or Catholic guilt dem- or demonic imagery and any of that stuff? Yeah, you poop. may not want to play this in that game. game, right? What? There's poop in that. Oh, game, there's right? a lot of poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's tons what is of poop. What's
3: this game? Sorry. What is this game? It's really really weird, Georgia, and I think you should check it out.
0: <laughs> I think it's George's new game. I think yeah. it's
3: George's game. <laughs> yeah. But play the first one first.
0: Yeah. Well, it, I mean, this is basically it's not really even a sequel. It's kind of like a remake. So it's it's actually I Oh, think is it? Okay. It, yeah, it's actually I kind of like it better. Let me explain what it is, and then I'll talk about it. But it's it's a twin-stick shooter that's like a roguelike and the the aesthetic is a lot like Legend of Zelda where you go you have like a rectangular room that has doors and the doors close until you beat all the enemies in the room and then it opens up and you have bombs and so you can bomb through walls and stuff like that. So it's a lot like Legend of Zelda except that it's basically you you go you go th- as far as you can until you die and then you start over. And you you unlock, you know, what items and they don't tell you what the items are until you use them the first time like in a roguelike and stuff like that. The reason I like this better is that they they introduced a normal mode and so the the difficulty in the original game was really really high and that's now hard mode that what the difficulty was in the original game and there's a normal mode which makes it actually like playable so i was never able to get past like the third level on the original version and i've been able to get all the way down to the final boss in this one so it makes wow. it a little bit a little bit uh, more balanced and there's a lot there are different enemies that they introduce but it's the same game um, I mean, the only the, the big difference is that it has kind of the multi-screen rooms, like in, kind of like in Link to the Past, where you have the scrolling rooms as opposed to just the single screen rooms. But other than that, it's basically the same game. There's no reason to play the first one first before playing this. I, w- okay. I would just start with this.
3: I didn't um, realize it, it wasn't a sequel. I thought that was cool, but no, it's just an upgrade. Kind
0: it's of. kind of like, it's just like more. It's almost like it's a second expansion more than okay. anything else. cool. So, um, and if you have PlayStation Plus... You, you already have it so you can just go get it and play it um, wow yeah so that i mean that's the real th- i probably wouldn't have bought it because i'm like eh, i already played it but you know they gave it to me for free so i figured that you know i was kind of getting bored of shadow of mordor anyway so i was mm-hmm. looking for something else and i've been playing this the last couple of days and i've been like right back into it yeah like, i spent a lot of time on that the first time around and then like i'm right back where i started with it
1: no, I hate to ask with this game, but as I understand it, the 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 person that made it, um yeah. like <laughs> has some real issues with their mother. Yeah. And oh, yeah. there's a lot of extremely anti Christian imagery yeah. and themes yeah, yeah, yeah. in oh, it. Oh, there is. Yeah. I mean yeah. I don't I, I don't talk about my religious views on this yeah. show, but you know, I don't I don't want to play something that's like you know, actively yeah, I mean, antagonistic. Yeah, I, that's, know? that's why. I,
0: that's why I'm saying that if you're, you know, it, it, you have to be able to either get past that or or not be bothered by that. But I can absolutely see this not being a game for everybody, and the imagery is over the top. Yeah, it absolutely is, and I can see if that's something that's that that is. It's not personal my to thing you, at absolutely. all. Either well, I, it's yeah. just
1: I don't know. I find yeah. something that goes along with liberalism that really bothers me is a lot of people feel very for you to bash Christianity. Yeah. And it's like, if somebody was bashing Judaism or yeah. Islam, that would piss me off. Yeah. And in that same way, it's kind of amazing to me that a game like this could get made. I mean, I just think yeah. whatever you believe, it should be respected. You I, know? I think it's so. just so
0: over the top, though, that it seems like it's almost, it's there, but it's like so, like, ridiculous that it almost doesn't seem like it's, like, he's even doing that you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's like it's all it's mm-hmm. hard to explain that way but it's like it's just you know so i've seen con-
1: south park like go yeah. after the 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 jewish jokes to like, yeah. such an extent that i mean and they're jewish so yeah. you know it's i don't know i don't know it's 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 a game that i deliberately have not played for that reason also the developers seem kind of antagonistic towards. Issues I care about in yeah, certain ways. Yeah, I, so. I wasn't
0: aware of that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But again, I didn't pay for it, so it's you know that's the other thing. It's so it was on
1: I'd PlayStation play. Plus. It was on
0: PlayStation Plus for free. Wow. So that's that's the other thing. Like I wasn't going to pay for it again, but you know it just showed up on my PlayStation, so I'm like, okay, well I'll play it.
1: it's yeah. just amazing to me that Sony would choose to buy a game with that kind of strong anti-christian message for that's it's just surprising to me like i think if you want to make that game that's cool
0: uh yeah i don't know and 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 at launch too so it launched on playstation plus
1: wow yeah okay i don't know i'm
0: I'm kind of ignoring the imagery and just playing it as the game Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean and like i'm not i you know like i'm not like gleefully you know, rubbing my hands together like, oh, oh, oh let's get these Christians, but it's just yeah. like, you know I'm kind of I'm kinda of, kind of just, you know, kind of ignoring the imagery and just playing it for what it is.
1: Sure. So, I mean I don't have to I mean, you know as well as I do how terrifying the story of Isaac is to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's I don't know. Well Yeah. Kind of ambivalent about that one, I have to say.
0: Yeah. I mean that like I said, it's not it's not for everybody and if and there's you know, just know what you're getting into going into it. But the gameplay itself if you can ignore the imagery, the gameplay is actually a lot of fun. Fair yeah. enough.
3: It's not for kids.
0: No, 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 no. Not playing. This is not co-op with my daughters. Yeah. But I did just buy the uh, the Disney Infinity 2.0 toy box. <gasps> I'm looking forward to. Uh, is it again. good? I, I haven't gotten to play it yet. I'm going to play it this weekend oh my with them. God. Yeah, but the the twenty dollar download is available now. We okay. talked about this on Twitter, but um, so I just downloaded it for the Wii U. It's a twelve gig download. Wow. So yeah. So
1: if I spend twenty dollars on that and like thirty dollars on the Black Widow slash Iron Man like thing, then I'll have all that content for that universe. Is that I correct? I
0: believe that's the case. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yep.
1: F- Fifty bucks. I can I can get on that Disney Infinity train again.
0: Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna probably end up buying a Merida figure and Groot, and then we'll see what happens.
1: Oh, Groot.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I, we should let these people go. Cause uh, we've been going a little while. Uh, so as always, you can, uh, you can see the show notes for the show and every show at 5x5.tv slash isometric or at isometricshow.com. Uh, you can please do rate and review the, the show on iTunes. Uh, we love reading those and that helps us out a lot. And uh, you can also send us feedback via email to feedback at isometricshow.com, or you can follow us all on Twitter uh, the show's account is at isometric show, and you can follow us all individually. I am at wicked good. Bri, Bri, where can people find you?
1: Uh, this week, NPR Nightline, Al Jazeera, Boing Boing, and on Twitter it's spacecatgal.
0: And Maddie,
3: I'm at samasclone.
0: And Georgia, where can people find you?
3: At Georgia underscore down.
0: So thank you as always for listening, and we will catch you next week. Have a good one. Yeah,